junkies. Mum. Yay! <laughs> so we're reviewing Baby Teeth, which is a new movie that's come out, directed by Shannon Murphy. Oh, okay. It's her first film. Um, I take it she's Australian. Uh, yes, uh, from a screenplay by Rita Kalnages, Kalnages, and it's based upon a stage play. So Baby Teeth is That's a film uh, starring Eliza Scanlon, um, Essie Davis, um, who is, uh, we've discovered from Babadook, um, and uh, Ben Mendelsohn, most significantly, but also stars Toby Wallace, who I think is a bit of a newcomer. You would describe as a sort of loser, stealing, druggy type, both yeah. a drug dealer and a drug taker. I'm a big advocate and fan of Australian cinema. It's an Australian film. Yeah. Animal Kingdom is Animal a good Kingdom. example. A good example. And I think one of the films we saw more recently that also interestingly starred Essie Davis was uh, The True History of the Kelly Gang. Which, again, was Australian. Australia. Australia. Yeah. And I, I, sometimes I wonder whether the style and, and, and sort of feel and atmosphere of these films is, is well, I mean, as with any cultural cinema, is dictated by the amount of space and a yeah, sort of yeah, almost maybe. hot, hallucinogenic feel to yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's always a sort of strangely dislocated sense of things. Yeah. Parked within a very familiar world of sort of suburbia and English-speaking people and all yeah. that. So I think for me as a Brit... I always find Australian cinema quite quite intriguing. Um, so as it, as we sort of sat down and got going with this, uh, what would you say? So the premise is what? It starts with a bang straight away in the sense that on a station platform. Yeah, it? we're yeah. behind the main girl, the Miller, the main girl's head, and um, it's it's all shot brilliantly mm. and sort of we're very close to her, and it becomes obvious very quickly that she, that she's thinking of throwing herself on under so the she's train. a troubled character she's a troubled character and then sort of we're totally into that moment thinking this can't be happening mm. or what will happen when suddenly from left field literally comes this person we don't even know what he is who knocks her mm. backwards and um and then from that develops a relationship between he's the boy well, the troubled sort of drug Moses. boy Moses yeah. And there develops a very, 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 on her part, intense relationship. Yeah. And it was a really curious opening scene. It's a very dramatic opening scene because it sort of, you know, had those quintessential things where she's looking close up. There's a train coming. You feel there's a sense of a sort of suicidal tendency there. Yeah. And at this point, of course, we have no idea what her backstory no. is. So we're just seeing a young girl feeling bleak, feeling isolated from the other kids in her school on the platform. Yeah. And then she's kind of like, you're right, she's sort of pulled back from the edge of throwing herself over by the sort of high antics of Moses Literally, rushing in and being silly. Yeah, like that's the way yeah. they must have choreographed it. And I, I, I'd have thought in anyone else's... I thought that scene was handled really well because in microcosm in that scene, you kind of get the whole film, which yeah, is well, she ends up falling into his arms because she yes, has a nosebleed. But then to absolutely... As a sort of um, end to that scene, which is a complete scene. Yeah. And again, actually, it makes sense it was on the stage... After all of that and her clearly being sort of quite wowed by him, yes. being troubled and him being troubled, he says, have you got some money? Yeah. And in a sense, it plays from there, yeah. doesn't yeah. it? It plays from there. I that. thought he was a fascinating character. And so what happens is the the course of this film is really um, Miller, played by Eliza Scanlon, who we know from things like Sharp Objects. And I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, she was brilliant. And they I've been waiting brilliant. for her to kind of, you know, hit the big time with a sort of main, with a main part, with a starring part. But it's about, it is effectively, I mean, I use the phrase whilst we were watching it, this is a bit like that movie, Me, Earl and the Dying Girl. Yeah. But this is like the dark, realist, seedy underbelly yeah. uh, of a story like that. Yeah. Insofar as Eliza is, obviously, we discover, dying or suffering from cancer yeah. um, and is on medication and she doesn't have hair, wears wigs. 
Uh, and Moses becomes, yeah, is originally interested in her for her money and, and, and essentially when, when she takes him home to meet her family, father mm. played by Ben Mendelsohn, mother played by Essie, um, he, they then become as a family a source of drugs. Mm. Because mainly, because we, we have established that um, Eliza Scanlon's parents are essentially, he's a psychi psychiatrist. Yeah. And the mum is what? She's a sort of musician, is she? Or a, she, she's, yeah. she suffers from depression and takes a lot of drugs. She does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you relate to that? Well, yeah, in the Her sense that taking? most of them were sort of Valium type things. They were sort of things to dent, you know, to take the edge of things, uppers and downers, that classic yeah, sort exactly, of uppers and downers. Did you exactly. feel that the relationship, did you feel there was a sort of malevolent control from Ben Mendelssohn of his wife? No. Through drugs? Because at times, I, you know, there was a moment later in the film where that sort of suggested. I felt the thing with Ben Mendelsohn as an actor, I love him. He can be really hit and missed. He can be. Really uh, when he's a hit, I think there's no one better than him. No, I don't. But I didn't think he became a hit until halfway through that. Right. Film. Oh, that's but, interesting. But also, don't forget, the reason I'm saying no, I don't think he's exerting undue pressure yeah. is they have that sort of sex scene, don't they, quite yes. early on? Very yes. early well, on. Well, that's in fact. the second scene, I think. Yeah, yeah. second scene. But it doesn't seem as if he seems she is doing the exerting, not him. I mean, I have to say from the get go, from the outset, it this is you in it a does really wrong for you. Way. All of the characters aren't don't make the decisions you expect them necessarily yeah. to make. Yeah, exactly. They all elicit initially. You're trying. I suppose what you're trying to do with all of the characters, and this is a real kind of compliment to the film. We, as the viewer, I found myself trying to pigeonhole yeah. all of them as a type. Yeah. And none of them were fixed types. You re one realizes that you do that all the time. Yeah, that's what was so clever about it. Maybe that's it. what the maybe that's what the film and the original play was about because we assume you know drug dealer, drug taker, no hope, lose him. But he's very charming. He's yeah, very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ben Mendelsohn and his wife. You know, again that thing of she's obviously struggling with her mental health, and that exerts a control and a sort of you know casts a shadow over the family. But at the same time, she too was funny. I mean, I'm, I'm he's thinking... struggling with the fact that he. Well, we can infer from the sex scene at the beginning between him and his wife, and also ben the fact that he's Ben Mendelssohn, and also the fact that he's sort of very taken by the pregnant, the pregnant neighbor. neighbor. That was odd. But, I mean, that's a strange scene where she, he almost falls into her arms. What an odd scene! He's called Henry, and her dog's called Henry, which is yeah. hysterically funny. And she's very heavily pregnant, yeah. And the, you know, and you can see that he's drawn to her. But then so, stops. And, and then and stops walks and walks away. And so so every character is really richly drawn and you are really believable. And yet they're totally unpredictable. And yet they're really sort of, you, you relate to them and can identify them. Maybe, I'm just thinking about this now, having seen the whole thing. Yeah. And it will become clear in this review as we go on. That maybe Ben Men Mendelssohn's um, call is to do with his, he's got to stay where he is in that marriage, in that situation, because his daughter, beloved daughter, we know right. that absolutely clearly from the beginning, don't we, in everything that he does, is dying. Mm. I mean, what, what can he do except do mm. what he's doing? His wife is unbalanced, and no matter how funny she can be, or nice, or sweet, or all of the things that she can be to mm. us as the viewer, to him, she's a pain in the bloody neck. Yeah, very can, true, very and, true. And also... Even so he's the, trapped. He's trapped. Yeah. And to the viewer, she, uh, actually, the wife... Funny in the beginning, the, the, there's a dining room scene. That's it's a remarkably hysterical. powerful scene, I yeah, thought. The yeah. dining room scene because where the, the mum... The boy steps up to the plate. And yeah, yeah. Becomes, well, yes, my So Eliza Scanlon effectively just... Ha there's no choice here. She brings this sort of reprobate, if you like, round yeah. and... 
um, and tries to insist that her parents for you know like him and yeah. accept him as a sort of potential yeah. boyfriend. She's found him at the station basically. But this in this scene, Essie, the mum, is clearly quite severely not present. She's bleeding from her teeth. Yeah. She's saying ridiculous things. Yeah. It's quite comedic. I mean, I found myself laughing, but with a gallows humour. Yeah. Not at her because, of course. But it, I think it was pitched as it, it was odd. I mean, there were moments in this film of great surrealism. Mm -hmm. Weren't there? I mean, there were sort of shots, and it, it uses all the way through it. This I thought it worked really well. Chapter headings all the way through. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to like that. So Did I you not? It was yeah, yeah. Because they're quite short. Yes. And I thought, oh no, it's play. It's, I mean, it's it might giving... be something like you know, I don't know, Miller decides to sing a song, yeah. or it might be something like Insomnia. Yeah, yeah. There's a point, like for example, where they go to a party, and one's called Romance One. Yeah, and Part Romance One two. and Romance Part yeah. Two. Yeah. So sort of... And so we see this burgeoning love affair or relationship between. Moses, the drug dealer, drug taker, and Miller. Yeah. And it contorts into a very clever and quite complicated situation where both the parents, Ben Mendelssohn and Essie, believe that the best thing to do for their daughter is essentially to prop up this drug yeah. taker. Yeah. And um, essentially feed him drugs. Uh, yes. I mean... I mean, not putting too fine a point, a point on, it. on it. No. I mean, to make it clear, they sort of, both parents, with, with all their problems love their daughter mm. and really she gives them no choice yes she's besotted with this boy mm. and whatever happens she's obviously well she actually says that doesn't mm. she more or less um she she wants him in her life she wants him doing things like taking her to parties uh doing whatever the, whatever the australian version of a prom is what mm. do they keep calling yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, he goes and yeah. wears a suit and he's 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 very very with it so for example that scene he says well i have to wear a suit and she sort of says well, you don't have to. He says, I want to. Mm. He's very good at cutting What did you think through. of him? What did you think I of his character? He was I thought it was, he was brilliantly written mm. as a character. He was. Right from the first moment he opened his mouth. Mm. And then scenes like that where he completely, you're completely nonplussed by mm. his answer. I thought as it was very is. bold and very brave. And you don't get this in mainstream films. No, you don't. You don't get the idea that you can paint a thoroughly sort of, dangerous character essentially he yes. steals he breaks in he takes drugs he's his whole world is dangerous yes. and fraught with you know trauma yeah which both and, her parents know because yeah 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 but i think it. in a film to have a character like that and to not be afraid to show the charm mm. the wit yeah that there was a connection albeit you know the quote the film's kind of interrogation is over how much of it was his for his drug taking how much of it was for his love of of miller mm. um I thought it's always very bold because I was thinking as I was watching this, I was thinking for sure Maddie and Kiki would love this. There is a quite an explicit sex scene at the beginning, which is a bit awkward, you have to get past. But uh, what I thought was quite curiously absent from the rest of the film, which I found quite encouraging, actually, though I read The Guardian's review and they, they pulled it up on this. There was a it was devoid of a sexual component, really, to the two yeah. main young characters. Yeah, you didn't really think of them having sex. There was one scene where the parents go, do you think they're having sex? right towards the end and i thought i liked that i thought that this was about more than just sex this was more this was about a young girl wanting to live her life and i thought there was a disconnectedness to eliza scanlon's performance a sort of meditative daydreaminess to her because i guess and a sort of playful almost like brotherly i mean they're almost like brother and sister there's those scenes yeah. where they sort of do things either in the pool or or sort of they they nothing is sexual but but they're sort of playing around with each other yeah. in the sense of doing things cartwheels and stuff and yeah. you know being like puppies really well like puppies and like you say like siblings yeah. and there's a sort of playfulness to him he sort of bounds around the boy doesn't he yeah. Moses sort of appearing for here there yeah. everywhere yeah. um 
there were some particular standout, particularly standout scenes. I thought the film's use of camera work we've talked about was very interesting. Mm -hmm. it, it adopted at times a highly stylized and quite strictly composed sort of approach. But at the same time, it had an incredibly handheld, almost documentary yeah. feel to it. Yeah. But also a documentary feel that would sometimes sort of then sort of spin off into... I hate to use the term because I think it's used too much, magic realism, but it would just it would go off into a sort of abstraction. Yeah. Not of image, but an abstraction of rhythm, I thought. Yeah, maybe abstraction is a better word, actually, than magic realism because, in a way, I mean, the party scene, for example... Was I thought the party scene was one abstract. of my favourite. Yeah, and mine, and mine. And, and, I, and the camera wasn't at all afraid to stick on her face or yeah. stick on various things yeah you know um well i mean for instance the, the party scene you know so you walk in and you often in these films i'm thinking of films like morven callow where you get very sort of you know very stylized scenes of introspection uh there was that other film about the girl who had the burns that we saw oh yeah yeah you have these scenes and they're great moments to kind of do a lot of interiorizing of character and all that kind of stuff what was really clever about the scene in this film, tell us what you think, guys, is that traditionally you go into any party scene, there's a thumping soundtrack. And there's a gr this film has a great soundtrack. Again, Maddie and Geeky are going to love the soundtrack yeah. of this film. But in that scene, the director, the editor, whoever made a decision to cut the music. Yes. It was almost completely silent. So you could hear them whispering to each other and talking to each other. And I was explaining to my mum that in filmmaking, when you shoot crowd scenes like that, or party scenes, or club scenes, pub scenes, uh, to record them, you usually record them mute. You know, you'll yeah, be silent yeah, and they no will idea. lay in all the sound no effects so that you can get that. the dialogue, so you yeah, can get clean yeah, dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this felt like, oh, I'd like to know whether in edit they shot it with a view to put music on it, but decided that by keeping the empty sound yeah. and just them whispering, it added a sort of druggy, hazy, I mean, obviously yeah. drugs were being taken. Yeah. There was a sort of stroboscopic sort of light thing going on. It had all of that. But it totally wrong-footed me by just stripping music out yeah. and going for an emptiness. But there were a few moments where it used a lack of sound. Complete, he completely pulls back on any type of sound. A bit like that moment times. before a thunder, before an earthquake. Yeah. yeah, when you feel, yeah, yeah. You feel, yeah exactly. And that didn't you find? I thought the way that worked in the film was it unsettled you, so it yeah. made you feel like incoming was a crisis. It's like, so, why am I feeling so tense? I don't know why. Did you then, feel a sense of tension throughout? I yeah, did actually. Certainly. It was a tense film. Yeah, I mean, we were in, we are in. And I suppose they did it this incredibly well. We, the the girl, we're totally on her side, and it's played yeah. very well. The boy is charming, despite the fact that we know he's sort mm. of no good in inverted commas. Um, but we're in the position of the parents. We mm. don't know what to do. Yes. And I, I sort of felt all the time, like as I was watching it, I don't know what to advise them, and I don't know what they should do. Mm. So in that it was sense, heartbreaking it's tension, from a parental tension, perspective. Tension. Yeah, there was yeah. that very powerful scene when they were trying to find their daughter. She, she was out with Moses, the drug taker, and they were driving around and they were having an internal argument. I thought they played their relationship really well, Ben mm. Mendelsohn and Essie. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really believable and really rich, where you know they would get hooked on their own issues. Yet they kept losing sight of the fact that they were trying to find their daughter because she was out. She hadn't taken taken her meds. They were worried that she could die. Um, and I thought, you know, they could also see in um, Eliza Scanlon's uh, character the fact that she was living the best of her life, even though it was the end yeah. of her life. And if yeah. you think of all that, I was thinking in a weird way, all the different colours of her wigs and her clothes, very vibrant 
um, primary colours just to her costume design. She was like a butterfly. Yes. I, I, I'm almost left with an image of this very fluttering butterfly, right down to the scenes where she was with her music teacher dancing in the room to a particular track that I thought was beautiful. I, I, I know you had a problem with that scene. Yeah. Uh, some of those scenes with her music teacher. But there were moments of, there was a sense of her kind of coming out of a chrysalis and her yeah. sort of opening up. And in that opening up, there's the briefness of life. Before yeah. It sort of is. Yeah. I felt like, um, I mean, I thought this film was brilliant from beginning to end. And I would only say this, that there were one or two sequences that I thought were weaker than the others. Right, That's what as, were they? as strong as I've yeah. And one of them is to do with the piano teacher, is to right. do with the music teacher. I mean, he fits in and I felt that, again, I felt it's interesting it being a play because I could mm. imagine this on the stage. Mm. It builds towards, he's almost a counsellor to the mother. He's yes. been, she's been his pupil for years. And it builds towards him saying to her, you're a woman who, a mother who plays the piano and that your daughter's got cancer. In other words, saying to her, stop all this, stop mm. all the other stuff that you're saying. I can't play this because of this. I can't do that because of mm. this. Just that's what you are. And in that sense, I suppose, OK, we needed that line, but he didn't really fit in. I didn't feel. You're right. No, in. I think I agree with you. I mean, I think it provided for me one of the most um, sort of inspiring scenes of her dancing. I thought that was a most beautifully emotional scene. I thought Eliza Scanlon played it so beautifully and she was just free. And I think Essie came to the door, her mother comes to the door and she sees her. So he kind of was a gateway to some really meaningful character development. Yeah. But I did feel his character. I mean, you're right. One of the scenes that I thought really didn't work was there was a scene towards the end where they were celebrating um, her birthday, was it? Or, yeah. And, yeah. and all of them around the table, it felt a bit twee. It felt a bit obvious. There were many scenes where characters wouldn't say things and they'd just yeah. look at each other. Yeah. What about that moment where um, Ben Mendelssohn's in the middle of dealing with a patient? And suddenly runs out the door to go and change the light bulb in the pregnant woman's I've flat. I've forgotten that. And then she dabs his head. I mean, obviously, it's a prelude to him potentially being unfaithful in some capacity. But but that's extraordinary because he's in the middle of a diagnosis. He's in the middle, he's in the middle of a diagnosis. And then that's so surreal. You wouldn't look at that in a script and go and believe it. And so there are so many things. That, there are so many unbelievable things that the characters in this film do. Yeah. For example, when the drug dealer is originally caught in their house, in Miller and the family's yes, house, yes, stealing drugs. Yes. And the fact that they don't then call the police. Yes. And the great line that Ben Mendelssohn says, you held a prong at my wife. You, you held yeah. a meat prong at my wife. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's great humour in it. Yeah, there it's, is. It's sparsely written, but cleverly written. Very cleverly. And of course, we won't give away what happens in the end, but it's a, there's an inevitability to these films, a little bit like The Fault in the Stars, in yes. Your Stars, yes, and yes. Uh, Miel and the Dying Girl. There's We have a main character suffering with extreme cancer, so you, there's no kind of surprises, kind of what's coming. But the way in which it happened, I thought was... There's not an ounce of sentimentality. No, no, there wasn't. And I thought that was really good. It is. And considering that the film has stopped... I mean, I was, I kept sort of almost being blown away, but yeah. surprised blown away again yeah. and again, because considering it opens with what was clearly a shot of her, you know, going to yeah. end it all, we know almost immediately she's got cancer. You sort of start to think, where can this film go? Absolutely. But it absolutely has you, mm. doesn't it? And, mm. and and there are all these sort of little things in it that make you stop and mm. think, well, that's, you know, I didn't know that. And here's a bit, little bit of a spoiler alert here. So I'm going to give you the sort of heads up. But I, I you know, I'm curious, I'd be curious to know how anyone who watches this film reads the ending. There's a very oh, intense yeah. scene between uh, Moses, the boyfriend, and uh, Miller just prior to the end of the film. 
Um, and coming out of that scene, I can't work out whether there's a moment of magic realism mm. or whether he had a direct involvement in the eventual outcome. Yeah. You'll understand when you see the film. Yeah. But I'd be curious to know because I, I part of me wondered whether he had done what he'd set out to do. I think we thought differently. Yeah, we did we? think and differently. Then, yeah, yeah. But you were kind of, you you got frustrated with the end. You said when we were in the cinema. Only in the sense that I thought it it, it suddenly in from, from the scene where. Um, they were all, all around the dinner table and it seemed like mm. at the end of a film to the actual end of the film mm. seemed like a sort of add-on in a way yeah and and to me it was saved completely by the performance of ben mendelssohn on which the i beach, want to talk about which is in his face his eyes and in everything he didn't need, hardly need the dialogue i've rarely seen the portrayal of a father's yearning angst yeah more beautifully and it makes me emotional thinking about it of he inhabited that moment so completely and I was trying to explain to Nadia that when a man most men cry who don't want to cry something happens to their face where it's almost like energy and force yeah. of emotion pushes their skin yeah, forward exactly. so their face changes shape yeah and he was containing himself in a way that I think is probably his greatest moment as an actor but in that I've never seen him act better ever never and okay. it was interesting because it was a scene where he was acknowledging he was so out of control of what was happening yeah. and couldn't change the course of events. Yeah. And it was just an absolutely beautiful, beautiful, beautiful scene. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can't... And so I revised my th thinking yeah. based on that. Right, way, because it was such um, a powerful end of the yeah, film. Yeah, because it was such a powerful end. And I mean, I kept, I kept turning to Mark during the course of watching it and he did to me sort of almost saying, my God, she's amazing. My God, he's, he's amazing. amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because we were constantly being surprised by just how good I they mean, were. at times I kept stamping, I wanted to stab myself in the leg and say, is this simply because we're loving being in the cinema? But so I've been much. in, a, I've been to see a couple of films now, but it was a dreamy, dislocated, ironically really real film about real emotions with a sort of acknowledgement of the inherent silliness and humour yeah. that's at the edges of being a human yeah. in these strange setups. Exactly, exactly. And as I said before, it completely sort of wrong-footed you on what to expect of types of characters. Mm -hmm. you know, even Essie wasn't the classic type of a depressive wife who takes no, lots of no, sort no, of medication. Not at, all, not at all. And least of all was Ben Mendelssohn, the kind of psychiatrist that I thought was going to be doing what he was doing in one scene no, in the middle exactly, of the film. Exactly, exactly. In summary, I would just say... It's an indie film with an indie sensibility. It will wrong foot you. It will um, it will engage you. It will move you. It's a surprising film. It's a film in which you think you've got certain character types and then they contradict themselves. It's a film in which you'll be forced to like someone that you would really hope your daughter would not bring home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that's quite challenging. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I want the girls to see it. And at the same time, I don't want them to fall in love with Moses's character because he's not not a good egg. No, he's not. Um, I thought Eliza Scan and played it beautifully in, in what she said and what she didn't say. I thought there was one scene, I don't know if you remember, with a strip of light just on her face mm. and she was looking out and that was one whole chapter. It was exquisitely shot. It was. It was exquisitely performed. Often plays don't carry well. When I saw it was a play, I don't think plays carry well to the cinema because they're too static. This is very cinematic. Yeah. It's very colourful. Yeah. It's very beautiful. And it was strangely... David Lynchian, I thought, in its surreal portrayal of suburbia. When I think of yeah. him walking down the streets and the pregnant woman yes. with the dog. And, yeah. you know, the moments of sort of real oddity. Yeah. And you don't see that often in films. No, you don't. I mean, I sort of thought, I, I've never watched, as it happens, any Australian soap operas, but mm. I sort of thought, in my mind, I've got this idea that that mm. is how Australia is. Well, yeah. In terms of small streets, small small areas yeah, where yeah, everybody yeah. knows each other. I mean, the, the actual explanation for the play for the woman 
that he does kiss and who is very pregnant and who at one point seems to go into labour but then doesn't. doesn't yeah. um, is her relationship to them fully yes. explained? No. No, no, exactly. no, it's not. But even that, even when he does it that. Matter, no, it doesn't matter. Sense. You don't even feel like he's betrayed anyone, no, weirdly. No. There's odd. Everyone. Because he says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And also, you know, all these characters are going through their own tormented journeys. Yeah. Um, and they all pivot around trying to almost make as, 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 as good as possible Eliza Scanlon's character's life. Yeah. And in yeah. a weird way, all three of the characters are trying to make the end of her life. As, as meaningful to her as possible. Exactly. Uh, so it was tragic and sad and funny and moving and impressive. Um, so I would give it a whopping 100 out of 100. Wow. Mm, I thought it was brilliant. I, I thought it was pretty brilliant as well. Um, I feel reluctant to give it a 100 though. Why is that? I'm, I'm not know. sure. Um, just a very, very sort of thing that slightly niggled me about the end but it didn't no a hundred i'd give it a hundred too don't it feel didn't, don't feel no but it didn't niggle me enough right for me to give it less i mean i thought it was on every level sound cinema performances mm. you know what the film was actually about when you think of those mm. sort of films you know it wrong-footed me everywhere i mean we were, we were delighted with it weren't we we kept sort of saying such this powerful performances yeah. so such powerful for me performance. too wow 100 out of 100 each yeah there you ben go mendelson you can certainly act yeah absolutely well all of you and essie just yeah. brilliant and eliza scanlon again just keep watching this space a growing actress and the guy who plays moses we're going to see him, see him in something Definitely. else for sure charming for more film and family fun don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update